I feel like a staple of suburbia has got to be like the the classic shitty chain restaurant that I think Jamie's oh, fa- yeah. found a great example. I don't know if you've ever been here. I'm, well, I'm well, curious Jules to see. I'm very curious one. to know if this is the same one because I came prepared to talk about oh, one. Oh, okay. Do you want to go first so. and we'll see? Or do you want Jamie to? Let's say it on three. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Just we can do it. Okay. Just yeah. the name. Okay. Three. One, two, three. Smorgies. Smorgies. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome along to the Community Notice Board. Let's try it again. Thank welcome to Community Notice Board. No. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> Come on. You've got those Get sorry. together. Yeah. Welcome to the Community Notice Board podcast. A <laughs> podcast about suburbs that we grew up in, local landmarks, uh, hometown heroes, and coming of age tales. Absolutely. Mm. We're joined this week by uh, graphic designer, the other half of the Nats What I Reckon team, camera woman, the infamous laugh. Taste tester. There it is. We got, yeah. we got the first one. Yeah, taste tester. Sort of a yeah, jack of all trades behind the scenes. Uh, it's Jules, everybody. Welcome, Hello. Jules. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Oh, thanks for coming on. Now, Jules, you are from our first ever south of the border town in mm. Melbourne, suburb of Burwood. Yes. Yep. Wow. Burwood, Burwood slash Camberwell is my yeah. That's okay. the spot. My hood. The, yeah, that's that's your hood growing up. Slash camp. That's what you used to slash people on the <laughs> side if they looked at you wrong. No one would do that in Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> so how long were you there for in um, in Burwood? Uh, from about the age of two until into my twenties. Oh, so pretty right. formative yeah. time. All mm-hmm. the all the all the milestones. The McDonald's birthdays. Yeah. The pub yep. birthdays. <laughs> the, the McDonald's birthdays when you turned thirty four. The KFC birthdays. The Pizza Hut birthdays. Yeah. All the good stuff. And you've, you've chosen as your beverage. We'll get into it early because I'm chomping at the bit to taste one of these. Uh, the classic lemon rusky. Yes. I've not had one of these since I was a teen. Stole it yes. out of mum's fridge. I'm is sorry, this, Vic. And this is a. Uh, I think I also stole these out of a fridge. My mum's fridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I stole these out of your mum's fridge. This is like. I was a, like, what's this like, pile of licenses? Not to. Um, <laughs> Not to enforce, uh, you know, the gender fucking, you know, roles, but it, this is a girly drink, right? Because it, uh, well, it's my mum and all her friends would would, would absolutely smash these at a, at a barbecue. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and this yeah, is I like, think it's like the easy drinking. So, you know, underage drinking was girl, a, sort of, you know, mm. it was a. Yeah. This but is slightly different to a stolly, right? Because Stollies are the, basically the same drink, Similar but a different thing, yeah. brand. Yeah, because Stollies were really huge in my mm, high school. That's mm. actually not bad, eh? It is delicious. Every time I've had a drink on this and I'm like, oh, yeah, a bit of a girly. I'm always like, oh, that's delicious. <laughs> and every time it's a fucking man's drink. Another, you take another sip of the beer and you're like, gross. Yeah, it's literally, I'm looking at because we, we also have Melbourne bitters. Um, and, you know, not bad, but, oh, my God, this Ruskin's going down <laughs> an absolute delicious treat. It is really good. So you got Jules growing up too, the 20-odd. A lot of, Rusk, a lot of uh, Burwood parties. Was it a was it a sort of suburb where you knew everyone there, your friends were there, or you would you sort of expand out and go elsewhere? You know, um, a little bit of both. I mean, for my because my primary school was walking distance from my house, so when in my younger years, very much the community was yep. around and like, you know, that. And my particular street, we had like a street party. It was like Sick. all no, very nice. like, you know. 
really yeah. everyone yeah. gets along it's all you know i see those around happy. here sometimes when you walk in the whole streets out and they've set the tables up and blocked it off so no cars we got, a, we, got oh, a wow. letter, we got a letter in the that mail to come down to the this street all oh, right and i was like oh, i don't really know if i can <laughs> What am I going to get along? I, I'm just not a person. Like, how do, what do I have? What do I relate to? Invite me and Jamie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just bring us along. Be like, we got a podcast. What are you going to talk about to these guys who live on the street? We'll be like, we'll hey, handing out stickers. You know, I've like, been like Tuesday, pretty good. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I said Tuesday is actually Wednesday, but Tuesday night, you take it out. I remember know? growing up in Kellyville as well because we had it like a uh, we were at the top of a hill and then went down. It was a cul-de-sac, so they'd do like cul-de-sac parties, and it was a fascinating like anthropological thing for someone who was just on the cusp of like figuring out what drinking was and then just getting to see every parent from every house smashed yeah. <laughs> and, just like, and not like not like oh i had a few wines at dinner this uh, we're chatting a bit like this is like a bunch of 40 year olds like 18th birthday party smashed like arms around people oh. being like man have you ever fucking listened to the latest 28 days later just like, i think everyone should rip it up check this oh. style you know and you just be like you just be like man this looks like it's gonna be fun and ruin my life for the next 20 years speaking of smashed you said you hadn't had a rusky in uh a a long time because of the last time you drank and what was going on there oh yeah i uh so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> prepare for that. <laughs> yeah it was it was almost to the point where i was kind of scared to even tell you that this is the drink my therapist told me it's okay <laughs> i need to move on uh, um it was basically my i reckon i would have been in early high school so i think reckon would have been like maybe 14, maybe 15 max. Yep. And uh, my cousin bought me and my friend like a bunch of these because, you know, she was the cool older cousin and yeah, bought us the that. alcohol. Mm -hmm. And then we just ended up drinking all, like we had a case and we drank the whole thing. <laughs> and if you look at this, it's, set, it's supposed to be vodka, but it's actually like more wine, I think. Oh, no, actually this one's not. But this one's... Oh, this one's 10%. This imported imported vodka in brackets, <laughs> not Russian. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> it. Oh, take well, that's back. where I went wrong. <laughs> Very <laughs> much tra trafficking in Russian like marketing. Yeah. It's called a Ruski. <laughs> you know it's bad when it's like a knockoff Russian thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, listen, we don't have Russian quality here at Ruski. This um, is classic Yarra Valley vodka. <laughs> so it was just a big... Like, I've never... Like, like you can always see cases of you can buy a case of anything, but like a mixed drink cases, I don't think that's ever gone well. Do you know what I mean? Like a no, case no, of Woodstock, no. or I remember someone one time we chipped in and got a case, but it's too much sugar. Even if you're not drunk, I think you're just too fucked up yeah, off the yeah. sugar and everything. Yeah. And so, what was it just like spew? Like fourteen, also you probably. <laughs> Like, I don't know about you, but I remember when I was 14, 15 drinking and I'm like, I had the biggest thing. Probably had three. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. like, well, you get pretty hammered pretty quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, was it just the next day throwing up, being sick? It was that, but also had this weird experience. It was like, it was, I remember it was New Year's Eve and we ended up going to my friend's place that we weren't supposed to go to, but we went there anyway. And ended up having this weird drunk moment where, we thought, my friend and I thought that the guy whose house it was told us that we weren't allowed inside. And so we had to sleep on the trampoline outside. <laughs> <laughs> but then we woke up and discussed this the next day. And he was like, no, you guys wanted to sleep on the trampoline, you weirdos. <laughs> so you did and sleep so, on the trampoline. Yeah, yeah, whatever way it happened, we slept on the trampoline. <laughs> and then ended up dragging ourselves up at like 6am full of shame, got on the train and had to get off at 
every single station for one or both of us to throw up in the station bin. <laughs> 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 <That's> terrible. <laughs> wow, really bringing wow. new meaning to yeah. the phrase all stops. <laughs> <laughs> that rules. Because oh, this is a definitely like a drink where when you're 14, 15, because it's 0.9 stand drinks, but it barely, you can't taste vodka in it. So it's just no. like, I could drink 14 of these. Yeah. Yeah. And by <laughs> five of them with the sugar and the alcohol at 14, you'd be like, you know what I love about you, yeah. Dad? <laughs> He's just like, oh, God, you've been drinking. <laughs> you know what you I know love what about do? you I'm trampling? Sleep on the tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You almost envelop me. <laughs> it's not really a silly posturepedic either, a trampling. No, 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 no. You're not the best back support for you. I love after that, though, Jules was like, I just can't sleep on a mattress again. <laughs> it doesn't have the stretchy, yet oh, firm, yeah. bouncy quality I, that I, I need. My, when I used to, the worst thing I've ever seen was, um, uh, after a night out was, when we when the boys lived together and I went outside and I might have told this very early on the pod, but I just saw my mates passed out. We had a pool table in the backyard. It was like the Drew Carey show, you know, that pool table outside. Yeah. But it wasn't like waterproof. It was just like falling <laughs> apart, you know. <laughs> Someone just had this extra pool table. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. So we had it. We never even played with it. But he was just passed out on the pool table, like spread eagle on his back. And he, had, he was pissing himself. And his oh, piss no. was running down his like down the leg and then into the back pocket corner <laughs> <laughs> and just dribbling out onto the concrete. And I walk over and look at that. Oh. I'm like, oh my lord! Just before he like just before he goes to bed, he like he points to that <laughs> he corner. Points to that <laughs> <laughs> Corksy's dick. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Chalks it. Oh wow! Good so, lord. So that's a lot of house parties and that sort of stuff into the later teens, or was it? Were you sort of a well-behaved young girl in? in um, I mean, home? I was kind of a bit of both like I definitely I started drinking pretty early and that kind of continued <laughs> on <laughs> but I was you know I was I was a good student I was like yeah, pretty, right. you know like good at school yeah. and you know yeah but it was one of those things that then led me to realize that once all the teachers trusted me especially me and the same rusky friend. <laughs> uh, once we realised that they trusted us because we've been good for so long, then we could like write our own doctor's notes and stuff and go and question anything. system down there. Yeah. 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 The trampoline twins. They got a fucking long leash. They work on the honour system. <laughs> Sounds cool. Uh, ten packs of Valium, Jules. Yeah, okay. You got, good, you got straight A's. That's all right here. Uh, I'll just do a little bit of a background of Burgers. I did a bit of research. Um, which uh, so Burwood, um, yeah, it's sort of an inner city suburb for our Sydney listeners. It's it's like what is it, ten k from the CBD? Like yes. so, yeah. I don't know what would like yeah, a Marrickville. Oh yeah, right. You know what I mean? I'm trying to compare. Yeah, yeah, probably. In terms of amount, sort of thing. So, but uh, you know, it's typical of back then. It was uh, like named after something. So it was first called Bally Shannessy, and it was named after a guy called John O'Shannessy who was. Uh, this Irish guy, but I love, um, he was this big, fat Irish guy and he was sort of like running around town, big personality, stood well over six feet tall. His girth later in life gained him the nickname The Great Round O. <laughs> 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 One of the best nicknames. I'd rather that than a whole town named after me, you know what I mean? As if you were in that guy, you'd use that to pick up as well. You'd be like, they call me The Great Round O. <laughs> 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 like, Let me ask you what those stands for. Like, no, 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 not The thing. Great Round Chode, The Great Round O. <laughs> like, my doctor actually says it stands for obese. Uh, <laughs> Do we find out why... 
or what Bally is because his name's O'Shaughnessy, so that's where Shaughnessy comes from. I, 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 I think, think it's like Bally or some bullshit. Right. Just Irish an Irish thing. thing. I thought it might have been a partnership with a person called Bally, but uh, you know. What, Bally, like, yeah, yeah like, got Bally together O'Shaughnessy, Bally, yeah, and they were like, yeah, we'll started a, a suburb yeah, together. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, have you never been to Bensley Kirk? <laughs> <laughs> the go around K, <laughs> the lower K is B. <laughs> uh, but then, uh, Bally O'Shaughnessy, and then, like, which is weird, all these towns had different names, but then basically, um, it was like that in the 1850s and then everyone got really mad because they thought it was an ugly shitty Irish name and there's like a lot of anti-Irish like it's that um, Mark Norman bit you know it's backwards when they're really they've got their reverse their racism's really dated you know what I mean they're like anti-Irish god damn those Irish but then it changed its name to Norwood and then finally Burwood Um, but I was was doing this research and just I found something very funny which is more about this is the first suburb we've done in Melbourne on the pod um, and south of the border, really? Not Achuka? true. Well, yeah, we've done Achuka. That's in Melbourne. Well, sorry. Oh, yeah, I meant, yeah, well, I meant yeah. Melbourne, sorry. Yeah, oh, Achuka right. was on the border, but yeah, definitely. But um, apparently, Melbourne used to have a nickname in Australia in the 1880s, uh, which was basically uh, every other st- state's newspaper just called it Smelburn. <laughs> <laughs> like the editors eight years old. Li- yeah. Seriously, I'm not even so. Literally, they're like, show I feel us. Like we should bring that back. Like, show <laughs> us your sense. Like you know how there's like this weird New South Wales Victoria rivalry mm. with COVID. It's, this is ridiculous. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And they're like, apparently Melbourne was just full of like sewage in the streets, and uh, we should alter. We propose to alter the name of the southern metropolis from Melbourne to Smelburn. People are writing poems, marvelous. <laughs> Melbourne on the banks of the beautiful Yarra tis where the parliament dwells rejoice that the stream is too narrow to hold more than 500 smells (laughs) (laughs) this is in a newspaper and then (laughs) some guy from South Australia he went on a riverboat down the Melbourne he's writing the paper there's every it's not just Sydney everyone's saying uh, someone said hey god we're driving past the Yarra uh, riding past the, the Yarra River and he's like hey Oh, holding his nose. Man, you should call it Smelburn. And then someone goes, this is probably an old joke on the river. No one even smiled. So Melbourne people <laughs> sick of it by now. Nobody and even th- smiled. There's like an article in the Perth paper about come down to this hotel for Smelburn Cup Day. It just goes, everyone's calling it Smelburn. Yeah, wow. And then it, I this just... Preschool level bullying. I know. Yeah, but then, and then um, the best part was that Melbourne cracked the shits about it. And then there was an article in the paper called Dirty Sydney. Myth the Brothers. So some, this is yeah. a Melbourne paper. They're like the champion of Sydney. Someone, some Sydney person accidentally said, oh, hey, we better watch out. We're going to be Dirty Sydney. It, uh, it may have meant to spur the alderman on to clean up the place, but apparently... You know, da-da-da, hey, he's let it slip. Uh, present indications point to the fact the title bestowed by the Premier will stick to Sydney, as Smelman did to us. <laughs> the remarks of Mr Carruthers did not take long to reach Melbourne, attract notice there. And then uh, basically, uh, soon the little boys in school, when asked what is the capital of New South Wales, will reply, dirty Sydney. <laughs> and it's like, that's not yeah, catching no, on. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, at least go with <laughs> Shitney or yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> that's a classic, like, stop trying to make fetch happen. Yeah. <laughs> but Jules, did, was there a... Was there like a crosstown Burwood rivalry, or did you ever feel like a, as pride growing up in Melbourne or anything like that? Or was it wasn't it as a suburb that really didn't have that sort of, you know, I guess um, rivalry or clashes with anywhere else? Not really. Yeah. Not not to my memory. Yeah. It was like it was it was kind of a bit of a 
like a, a really mixed suburb. Yeah, it okay. Was like, and especially where we were, we were kind of right on the border of Burwood and Camberwell. So mm. Camberwell is quite a well-to-do mm. suburb and Burwood less so, right. <laughs> considerably <laughs> less so. Uh, and More like Camber smell, am I right? <laughs> 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 Got him. <laughs> 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 well, it seems there's a lot of students because Deakin Uni's got a campus in Burwood, I'm yeah. led to believe. Yep. So it seems like big student population. But, it, but in terms of like, because it is still, like you say, inner city Melbourne really, mm. but it doesn't have that kind of character that, your Fitzroy or Brunswick sort of have. It's a very sleepy sort of a place, it looks it seems like. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's kind of it's not it's sort of it's just kind of deep suburbia, really. Mm, right. Like it's not it's not really it's not particularly hip or certainly wasn't when I was growing up. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh it was just, you know, but there was that distinction with Camberwell kind of that, you know right. it, was it was kind of neighbouring on quite a few suburbs that mm. yeah. uh like, you know, there was Surrey Hills and um like a lot of and Turak wasn't that far away. Right. You know, like yeah, that okay. kind of So you definitely felt which side of the like train lines you're on. Do you know what I mean? Like as you went further away, you were getting real hoity-toity, I guess, into yeah. Turak and stuff. Did, did yeah. was your family like typical Burwood? Like, do you like? Did you have a bit of a like crazy family or anything like that? <laughs> were, you, were you like the sort of family that, that you know Turak people were like shoe over there to back to Burwood or anything like that? No, I think I think we were kind of. It was probably that middle in between those two things was kind of pretty much exactly where my family kind of sat because mm, we yeah. like you know my dad had a good job we would you know we were doing okay yeah but like you know still you know couldn't have afforded to buy a house in Camberwell right mm. but they it was actually pretty funny when we were growing up they changed the border lines so our house went from being categorized as Burwood to being categorized as Camberwell oh all right upgrade you got promoted I can't imagine your your dad tearing it up at those street parties because I've met him a couple of times <laughs> and he's so he's the funniest dude yeah. he's just such a character he's got his he's little so like, lovely. what do you call it like a newsboy hat yeah like thing like that Pork pie hat? Pork yeah. pie hat. Yeah. 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 Sick. Yeah. 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 How yeah. tasty is this now? <laughs> I just, um, just on like, like the suburb moving, I just got a story about my dad once because my dad's like, he's just, I don't know. But basically he had this like, I, I rented this house in Newcastle and it had, um, it was it was on like a busyish road, but you know those roads that just like there's parking on the side and all of a sudden it'll just like, no more parking from here on because mm-hmm. the narrow road's getting narrow. The house that I was renting was on that road right there where the fucking sign, no more parking from that point on. Mm. And then I go over there and dad's like parking to, meet, to see me or whatever. And he's like, oh, fucking park up there, whatever. And then like at one night, like he comes over and he's like, come on down here. And he literally comes down with me and we fucking pull the pole out of the fucking ground and walk down <laughs> 10 metres and he digs a fucking hole and we stick it down in the other side of our house and he gets some quick set cement and chucks it in oh, there. Oh, that rules. Mixes up cement. He's like, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. Problem solved. From that point on, you can park right in front of my house. No one ever fucking No one ever no. mentioned it again? Because dad, dad knows how the councils work, right? Because he's yeah. like done like... He's an architect or anything. So he's like, no, there's no maps of this. I just fucking put them in. He knows that mm. this, as long as no one catches us doing this. Man, you should have put it like 20 metres away. Well, as long as our house. No, not the other neighbours can get fucked. Yeah. You know? <laughs> 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 not till they're 21. 
work or, you know. No street parties at your place. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like those are the fucking guys who park for themselves. <laughs> also, on that street party thing, I just when we were a kid, um, we had a dog called Lucy. It was a beagle. And she was just like, she just jump the fence or whatever and just get out and she'd always come home and then my parents were like oh the street party down the phone finally fucking go went to the street party every single fucking neighbour knew Lucy <laughs> and was like oh Lucy you're Lucy and then she has all these other families right? <laughs> <laughs> and she's gone up they're like Oh, she comes up. She gets. She had like nine meals a night. She'd go to them, and they're like, "What used to feed her? She seems so hungry." Fattest beagle. We have no idea for years. <laughs> and she used to just go up and roll in like shit, like ro- yeah. literal like cat or dog or whatever shit, and just come and go. See everyone. Stink. Come home. <laughs> eat. Fill a fucking face with food. Far come out. on, stinking. We'd have to wash it. The best <laughs> life of all time. Yeah. You know? She lived in Newcastle, which was a Smelburn dog. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I don't know uh, if you know this, Jules, but uh, Burwood, for all the sleepiness to it, is actually a, a lot of Australia's firsts in Burwood. For example, mm. it was Australia's first drive-in movie theatre. Did you ah. know? I mean, it closed in 1983 <laughs> due, due to the great drive-in crash. But, uh, <laughs> But it, it was the someone first, driving. Uh, yeah, yeah. But for a while, it was like one of the most popular places in the world. So this bloke called like George Griffith, he went over to the United States and saw the drive-in things and like, I'll fucking have that. And he was like, Burwood, there's a lot of like flat paddocky areas. So he was like, I'm going to do it. And he presented it to Hoyt, who at the time might still be owned by a 20th Century Fox. And uh, they had just kind of brought movie theaters to Australia. So they're like, we're not, we're not fucking doing that. Yeah, And George Griffith, not to be deterred, was like, oh, fuck it, I'll do it myself. So he set up his own company and uh, he established this drive th- uh, drive-in movie theatre and became very successful. But this is how like little thought sometimes is put into these things because they had a mascot and it was, uh, it was a stick figure called Skyline Sam. And it didn't even have a face or anything. <laughs> it was just an outline of a, a white stick figure that would like tell you how to put the, uh, the little radio thing that goes on the side of your car to hear the audio and he would like be holding up the menus and they'd be like, that's the famous, because I was on this very nostalgic like drive-through theater website and they're like, this is the the legendary Skyline Sam and they're like, otherwise known as Stickman Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well you guys are pretty boring, but like, but eventually this got like, uh, it built up. They like added like a fucking barbecue area, a steakhouse, a huge like snack bar with pinball machines, arcade machines, a children's playground with a f- like one of Australia's first fully motorized carousels and also like go-karts. And this is kind of like the bullshit kind of nostalgia of the uh, 50s and 60s that is kind of like casually sexist. And this is the, the quote from the article. Families loved Burwood and the drive-ins that followed. It was a full night's entertainment for the entire family. Dad could collect the family straight from work in the family car, relax with a meal that mum did not have to prepare, <laughs> while oh the Lord. kids played on the elaborate playground under the screen. This was all before the show even started. Come as you are, was the catch cry, and soon kids began appearing in pyjamas. Mom in her day clothes. <laughs> oh my God, it is only day clothes. And Dad stopped wearing hats at the pictures. 
And I was like, you just forgot that hats were like a compulsory part yeah. of work uniforms for so long. But then I've got a picture of it somewhere that I'll put up and I'll see if I can find it now. But like they were showing like all the great things at the drive-in theater. And it's just like, there's a lot of pictures of like people having fun. Like th- it looks cool. Like there's the rocket skyline. Oh, yeah. There's Stickman Sam. Uh, <laughs> God, like, literally just, just a, a stick figure. To the artist. He's like something like this, but also more than one dimension. Yeah. <laughs> But then, um, oh, damn it. I don't think the picture's loading. But the, the they, oh, yeah, here it is. It says, the drive-in caters for everyone. And next to a car, there is a guy on what I'm pretty sure is an elephant. Uh, he is on top of an elephant. And it says, the drive-in caters for everyone. Like, I oh don't, my God. I don't yeah, know what else that animal Suzuki could be. Elephant. It's a guy on an elephant. <laughs> Holy shit. And so, like, that went well. And then, um, then kind of uh, the downturn came. <laughs> But like, so they spent time upgrading it and like Hoyts eventually bought George Griffiths out. They made him a ton of money. And uh, so he kind of like wandered off being like, yeah, fucking I brought it. Cause then drive through uh, drive-ins exploded in Australia. Drive-through theaters less. Pull up the third window to see the ending. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got to stop calling it drive. I haven't had dinner. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, after around 29 years with 100 cars in to see We of the Nether plus local here at Burwood Drive-In, it closed its gates for the last time on Wednesday, June 22, 1983. And so it went from hosting, like, all these big movies. I believe, like, it eventually got, like, your Star Wars and Close Encounters in the 70s. But they were saying, like, and this is clearly what it had turned into because, obviously, the a lot of things with drive-in movie theaters is people go there, they get in the car and they hook up and stuff. Yeah. Or you just take a nice nap. But <laughs> <laughs> I did it this year. <laughs> I, went to, I went to a drive-in movie theater this year to like when COVID happened, they did it on the top floor of um, the entertainment quarter yeah, like, right. in the car park. And it was The Conjuring, which I'd seen before and I didn't really like. So I was just like, we're in a car, no one's watching. Put the seat back, had a nap for an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an expensive nap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jamie, Jamie got an Uber there as well. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so it had gone from the heady heights of like the 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 full carousel, the steakhouse, all the big movies. But the but the last week's lineup included the last American version, a uh, Virgin, Thousand and One Exotic Nights, the erotic sex lives of Romeo and Juliet, <laughs> oh, and Lady Charlie's Lover. All a far cry from a Danny Kaye comedy. So it seems like they're all just putting like semi-erotic movies yeah, on there. Yeah, it's taken wow. more than his hat off, I think. But he's had his lap. He's had his hat on. But so like there's, this drive-in movie theatre side obviously has like nostalgia and is kind of bitter that not everyone has drive-in nostalgia. So the end paragraph is like, the closure rated a mention in a few papers and some fond nostalgia was called, but Burwood was the cradle of Australian drive-in and and mostly has been sadly forgotten. It is only in recent years that the former drive-in has been acknowledged in signage and a small display in the park that partly replaced the drive-in. Errors on the plaque and a marker showing the position of the screen displayed some enthusiasm, but little research by the council. And that's how it ends. He's just kind of mad at the council for not being like... Where's this? This drive-through was a monument. It was, like, was like I hooked up. I was in my day clothes. I took my hat off. Did you get that drilled into your Burwood primary about the history? Of I had no idea that yeah. even existed. Pledge that allegiance to Mr. Steamy and everybody. And you mentioned um, like you know Burwood just being deep suburbia essentially, and um, 
I feel like a staple of suburbia has got to be like the the classic shitty chain restaurant that I think Jamie's. Oh yeah, found a great example. I don't know if you've ever been here. I'm, well, I'm well, curious Jules to see. I'm very curious one. to know if this is the same one because I came prepared to talk about oh, one. Oh, okay. do you want to go first so. and we'll see, or do you want Jamie? To Let's say it on three. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. We can do it on three. Okay. Yeah. Just the yeah. name. Okay. Three. One, two, three. Smorgies. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, we have twelve hours. Jules has smorgies and Jamie's like KFC. It's <laughs> the biggest one. <laughs> so yeah, tell us about smorgies because I've never actually been. I read a lot about it in the. Oh man, it was. I mean, to start out, you got to just say it was terrible. Like it was <laughs> the worst. It was and, the worst. And can I just clarify? It is like smorgasbord smorgies. Or is it at the very least an all-you-can-eat? Or it ha- yeah, it's sort of sort of like a sizzler kind of setup okay, right. where so it's got like the salad bars and stuff. Except they <laughs> went this weird extra mile where it's kind of like Polynesian theme, and out the outside of the building was this big fake volcano. I'll get you hungry. And had all these big wooden masks and stuff. Oh, and you go inside, wow. and like there'd be like these weird setups of like. You know, a rainforest kind of thing with a with a water feature. Except everything that was in it was really shit. It was just <laughs> like that kind of like you know. We'll just sure a duck can go in there. And so yeah. and then the rest is just like jelly cubes and fucking Absolutely, ice yeah. cream. Yeah, yeah. jelly bread. cubes. And they did have one thing that they did have, which was cool that I remember was a donut making machine. Yes. So like you this could, press, you could press for fresh donut and it would come, make the whole thing and sugar it and it come cool. out piping cool. hot. That's that great. was cool. Yeah. But it was pretty like the whole salad bar was like the shape of a boat. Like <laughs> 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 like, it was wild, but it was also kind of depressing because by the time I was going there. It was just like, I don't know, all of the staff just seemed sad and mm. unimpressed to be there. They were just like hating their They're lives. Not, they don't have lays on or anything, like grass <laughs> skirts, hopefully. Oh, my God. You may have just – did they have lays? I know. I'm just on brain for God that they you don't. Just, you, that, just, you just kind of – I guarantee so that came up in a little like ding, 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 ding yeah. in my brain then, so maybe. I, according to an interview I read with two former staff members, the <laughs> – <laughs> Sixty minutes. Ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. When a restaurant comes to it, I'll do the deep dive. But uh, apparently, like the the uniform was like a Hawaiian shirt, so I would not. Oh. So it was Scott Morrison mm. themed. Hey, oh. <laughs> uh, I guarantee it was like the bad joke. They just force handshakes on the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, let's go. Two episodes in three. Uh, but no. yeah, so apparently, um, not only were there like shitty water features, which always smelled like chlorine or dirty pool water. Did smell like chlorine. There were yeah. there were animatronics, including a talking tree, <laughs> and depending. And hold on, is this just the one restaurant, or is there a chain? And you it was know? a chain. So okay. there were there were a few different ones. I don't think my I'm not sure that the Burwood one had the talking tree. So I'm Burwood, sure. the, the interesting thing about smorgies <laughs> <laughs> is. That most of them, like Jules said, did have that theme of like the volcano and then a water feature. But for some reason, and I think it's because what happened was like it was originally another chain that someone was like, all right, we'll just take that and then we'll fucking make it around the old uh, 
the old Thing features. Yeah. yeah. And so, but then they, they established one somewhere else in Melbourne that like a lot of people remembered on Reddit that did not have all this stuff, which was just nautical themed. So it would be like, yeah, our one had fucking z- like Poseidon in it and right. stuff in the water. <laughs> and like it had like talking animatronic seals that would like clap their hands and stuff. I like, I just, like all you need is that's all you need. Like, you know, no one, do you know what I mean? As a kid, I'm never going to Sizzler and I'm like, you know what? If they had a couple of animatronic dinosaurs, yeah, I'd yeah, be yeah, wanting, yeah. like you just, that's all you want. Like this, I, I th- might have read the same Reddit um, thread as you, Jamie, but this comment stood out to me from uh, Chum Jumper. He just goes, <laughs> Great name. He just goes, uh, Smorgies was the shit. Didn't even phase me when my sister found a mosquito fossilized in a cup of jelly like in Jurassic Park. <laughs> it, it was still the best place ever. Didn't the Bandura one burn down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to try to kill the dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so they are. So yeah, shit. they were. Uh, the The interview with the staff members is mostly uninformative because it's just like two guys that worked as dishwashers when they were like thirteen and fourteen. And but you know, it's kids' jobs where you think like the job is to wear a Hawaiian shirt and pick up dirty dishes. But still, they had to go through like three interviews with corporate, being oh, like, no. "Tell me why you <laughs> represent the values of smorgies," and you have to be like, "Well, I pledge allegiance to the talking tree," you oh. know. But they were just saying that like oh. after a while, like that Hawaiian shirt just could not get the smell of like all you can eat, like the boat out of it, like <laughs> because it was just there with like. <laughs> the boat. Oh. Yeah, so and so what? So you, would you go there? Was it like a treat for you as a kid? Were you like, I want to go to Smorgies, or was it like your family like, fuck, let's just go to Smorgies and fucking <laughs> so we don't have to? Cook it was it. kind was it? of probably more like this. Well, our treat restaurant was Sizzler, oh, so okay. which was Sizzler was definitely better than Smorgies because wow. uh, I love Sizzler, Sizzler but I also was than yeah, Smorgies. you know, Sizzler, would understand the limitations. Sizzler's Camberwell, Smorgies is more <laughs> <in> the <analogy. laughs> Yeah, so if the Sizzler like, car park was full, you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. it's more. Yes, we're going to smoke. <laughs> Which is funny because Sizzler had no fucking thing. It was just, it was like, just food, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like they were really trying there. to fucking well, I mean, this had, like, the boats, but, like, the, the food apparently was there's, like, a carvery section with roast beef, like, all the trimmings of a Sunday roast, and then next to it, like, there's an Asian section, which is probably, like, and then an Italian section with, like, carbonara so that's probably, like, Any Polynesian food? Yeah, I was going to say. Just, just like, I said carbonara. <laughs> 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 it's a mosquito jelly. <laughs> well, it's, oh, there's a, fuck, there that. is a sort of a thing with Melbourne, because I don't know if it's, maybe I'm just not hanging out in the right places in, in Sydney, um, but... Melbourne, I've been to many like shitty chain restaurants, and they seem to be around. And um, it's, there's a place called Lazy Mo's. I don't know if you've ever been there. Well, there's actually two of them. Um, Never been. There. Uh, so one of them, the reason we found it is my brother lives like on, you know, on his street, and you walk down the road and directly across, sort of a fairly major road, is a big Lazy Mo's. And so when I first went down, that was a couple of like probably two years ago. I went down for Melbourne Comedy Festival, and I was like, we have to go to Lazy Mo's. And so we went there, just like with the intention of eating shitty food and getting drunk. And we sat down and they give you this menu. And uh, so this is the terms and conditions of eating at Lazy Moe's. Oh, God. Moe's like, I'm not cooking the food. (laughs) (laughs) you got to come pick it up yourself. You're not far off. Um, This is like, (laughs) this is huge as well. It comes in like a massive menu right on the back. Okay. Leave all bad moods at the door and pick them up on your way out if you need to. Do you understand plain English? (laughs) We do not split bills, okay? And for those of you who don't understand, here it is in a few more languages. And then it has like 
French and Italian and a bunch of different languages, what I assume they've just typed into Google Translate. And <laughs> put uh, hello, you're in my house now, so I'll tell you where you're sitting and don't be rearranging my furniture. There, <laughs> there is a wow. meaning behind please wait to be seated. If you read between the lines, it really means I, in brackets, Mo, don't want you walking around like you own the joint, sitting where you want and complaining about bad service because we don't know where you sat yourselves. Fucking hell. This has come on the back of a lot of complaints. Bipolar Mo. (laughs) By the way, Mo is not responsible for any bad punctuation or misspelled words. If you are concerned and uh, if you are concerned, find something and uh, oh, sorry, find 40 cents and you can tell someone who cares. This is possibly written in the late 90s when (laughs) payphones still existed. Uh, last but not least, have a grouse night. So it's okay, that's nice, Mo. But is it is that the theme? Is that angry? It's sort of like lazy Mo can't be fucked. Not, so go fuck not really. There was not much of that. Um, None but of that sounds particularly lazy. No, 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 like no, active, no. Active, yeah. active it sounds like you should be angry, Mo. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and the guy who worked there was fucking angry. Like I think this was personal. I don't think it was a branding <laughs> thing. He was just like such a dick. And then he goes, "Oh, and please put your chairs in before you leave." There's only one thing left to do. Remember your table number when paying. By the way, if you're in hospitality, keep it to yourself because I really don't care. <laughs> I only, This is like a Facebook comment, like an unhinged I thing. I love this guy. I only have patience for legitimate complaints, not people who think they know everything. If you think you can do it better, go open your own place. Or if you already have your own place, stay there. If you, <laughs> If you don't accept, if you don't accept our terms and conditions, or you have a different opinion of what works, make Mo an offer. Money talks, bullshit walks. <laughs> <laughs> so Mo's just trying to sell his restaurant. Yeah. 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 Terms and conditions, no. like as if like that's a legal statement. Yeah. Yeah. Now he can just abuse you. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I told you the terms and conditions. I'm a piece of shit. And I got like he, this dude was a dickhead. Like, <laughs> Hundred percent him, and there's two. Well, two that I know of. There's the one in Oakley that we went to, and one that you can see as you're driving out to the airport. That's just in a weird business yard. What kind or something. of food? Awful, like dog <laughs> shit, overpriced. Um, <laughs> just yeah, yeah like, well, you get at a shitty pub. Yeah, right, 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 right. So it wasn't like. Or you can eat though. It was like a sit down. No, no, no. Well, oh, you think Mo would have bought it? I'm a prawns, buddy. You know, <laughs> my sister. I uh, my sister when I was she would have been like 15, and I would have been like I don't know nine, and she got a job at Lone Star. Do you, do you guys have Lone Star in Victoria? Oh, the like sort of Western. Yeah, thing, thing. Yeah. yeah. And it was like so embarrassing first job as a kid and she's like oh. the line dance and shit yeah and so we happy hop- birthday songs happy birthday so the, all of it so we went there the whole family and my sister's like what are you doing it's her first job and then like <laughs> on the hour it's like all right everybody service is gonna dance for you and then they have to come out it's like and she has to like by the way she did like two a week of training for this dance and i've never seen anyone like just dance. It's like dancing for the Russian, like uh, like you're dancing, but her face was just like, if I don't dance, I'll be shot yeah. by the gulag. And then and it was just like we're just like, oh look at her, she's dancing. Poor girl, I think fucking ten bucks an hour. And then yeah, there's also the birthday song. And so if you said it was your birthday, and by the way, my brother, we probably went there five times a year, and it's his birthday every fucking time. You know, it's like little kid, and you got like an ice cream or whatever, and then they'd come around and go, "Hey, happy have a birthday!" Some bullshit fake birthday song, and then all the servers have to come. My sister just have to clap there, and I'm like, "Why are you getting these?" 
15 year old kids to dance That's around so for minimum wage. I don't understand how this is adding to anything. I'm fucking <laughs> awkward here. I don't want to be here, you know. Just serve food. Was, was that the place where you could crack the peanuts yeah, and just throw yeah. the shells on the floor? Yeah. Which, I can't know how that's legal either. Like, no, surely no. someone's slipping over or something like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, like, guy riding that fucking elephant in. He's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, they've closed the drive-in. What am I supposed to do? I can't, I can't duck under the volcano to get in the smorgies. Uh, so yeah. another another first for Burwood Jewels is uh, Kmart. Australia's first Kmart what? was in, uh, right? was in Burwood, mean, Victoria. I certainly know the, that... Kmart's twenty four hours as well. So yeah, oh yeah. It like did not Kmart. did not shut, which that, was great. That kind of checks as well because we, we often put out on Instagram like a call if anybody knows anything, has any stories about a suburb, and we put one out for this. And some guy just wrote back and was like, "Yo, what's up?" And we're like, "Hey, man, what do you got for us?" And he's like, "Uh, I don't know." The shopping center is pretty nice. Thanks, <laughs> 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 dude. <laughs> 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 I'm not sure we've got enough room on the SD card for this episode, dude, because that's going to add a 20-minute chunk. So apparently the Kmart opened in 1969, and the very first day it was like hysteria. You remember how last week Andrew Barnett was saying that people like uh, queued up for the reject store? That was like this. They took in the equivalent of uh, $989,000 in their first day. Oh, like, that's how much it took. And about, so like I was Damn. looking because I found one of those uh, Facebook nostalgia posts that had an old picture of it, which is always filled with like great memories and horrifying politics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because like about like a lot of them were like, I used to work here. It was so nice. And like, I remember going to do this and I remember making this much and but then like there's a small subset of people being like do you remember when Kmart used to sell guns that rocked and we should bring it back <laughs> occasionally you'd see people be like I'm glad we don't have that anymore and they'd have like 10 angry reacts <laughs> so I love how it was like I want guns but also want to buy them somewhere 24 hours you know yeah. it's like you can't just go to like the gun shop but it wasn't it was like thing. American guns apparently so it wasn't like oh I'm walking out with an Uzi like it was just like Rifles. rifles for hunting and stuff so yeah. it'd just be like I saw a comment that was just like yeah I used to go here mum used to do the family shopping while dad would take me to the gun arm we'd just marvel at the new releases it's oh, just like know. new releases yeah it's like, just like, like video, video store. easy <laughs> yeah. and just being like Air Force One is out you know <laughs> but apparently um, I, did, I didn't know this uh, because I got here in 1999 I'm not sure if you guys experienced this but Kmart used to have a cafe inside I it. was gonna say there was one where I was from and I can't remember. Um, it was called Holly's. So uh, it was part of the chain. I don't like, know if it had the same name, but there was inside the fucking Kmart, like next to the fucking men's shirts and between the socks or whatever. It was just like this shitty, I wouldn't even say it. It was like a restaurant. It was like a, like a, like a, what am I trying to say? Like an Ikea, like a cafeteria yeah, thing. Yeah, okay. it's, it was basically like that. With apparently the best chips and gravy that you could ever yeah. get. And someone described it as the gravy was so good because it was congealed. And you're just like, mm, yum. It's like I understand like you want to write like it was thick and delicious <laughs> instead of writing like it one. looked rotten. Uh, it was like th it, yeah, thick. had a yeah, body yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember yeah. that. And it, it was one of those things that I think even David Jones had a restaurant or something. And it was like, oh, you just go and you buy a shirt. You have like it was inside yeah. the store. It didn't make yeah, it was completely weird. fine to me. Now it's fucking It was yeah. definitely somewhat popular because Kmart released a survey in the last like three years being like, what's like the one thing? 
like a, of anything that you want us to change about the store and like a bunch of people were like bring Holly's back <laughs> and then there was a much smaller session being like give us the guns, give us some guns. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you ever go to that Kmart uh, apparently it's attached to one of Australia's worst parking lots as well in one of the worst parking lots That's I mean it's said. a it's a big it's just a big Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like there's no levels. There's no. It's just like just one it's a big fight sort of thing. The yeah. Herald Sun yeah. called it one of Australia's most atrocious parking lots, <laughs> but it was behind a paywall. So I was like, this shouldn't be behind a paywall. <laughs> 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 just like fucking give me the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Do you remember Holly's? Do you remember Holly's being there? No, I don't remember yeah, Holly's. I don't remember. I don't know if it was called Holly's, the one that I'm thinking of, then the Kmart in Newcastle, but. It, it might have been. I, I just can't. I just remember the fucking yeah, bullshit food, and I just remember for some reason the chips and they just gravy that would like be. It would be like fucking like a head of hair on. Th- it was. It wouldn't go into the chips. You know what I mean? Like it'd yeah. be like two <laughs> layers. Of, it'd be chip and then fucking gravy on top. I fucking I love that. It's just uh, well, that's so weird that it could be the first. And by the way, what the fuck does K stand for? I'm not. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. Actually, does anyone know? Maybe no. we should put a call out to Because we did the big W and it was, uh, was that on Nat's episode? We, or was that off mic? We're talking to Nat about oh, yeah, big W being big Woolworths. Right. And that was a bit of a yeah. uh, relevation. You know, I thought it was big Willie Mason. <laughs> 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 yeah, just selling <laughs> shorts and fucking fishing. Right? I um, used to, we talked about shoplifting last week. Yeah. And I forgot, like in addition to shoplifting from um, my local family owned grocery stores, we used to... Uh, we used to shoplift from Kmart, but we used to shoplift like the lamest way. We used to get like the FHM magazines and we used to like get the centerfold posters and rip them out and just shove them in our pants. We'd be walking out being like, crime of the century. I've got a photo of Shannon Elizabeth. From <laughs> <laughs> Is this like pre-internet? Dude? Uh, <laughs> well, post-internet, but the internet was a very fast yeah. in that day. Yeah. So Surely like, it's faster than catching the bus to Kmart stealing <laughs> one in JP. Yeah. Effectively. I don't know, maybe we do a speed test. <laughs> I also, me and my mate, Dave, my simpleton friend Davis, we also once, when we were like 13, 14, when we were stealing our Shannon Elizabeth photos, on the way out, we were like, we should buy something, you know, just seamless us. So we bought a copy of Girlfriend magazine because we thought it would teach us how to understand women better. <laughs> just like, this will help us pick up. <laughs> just like, yeah, this is exactly what I need, a girlfriend. Win, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just went to the counter and I was like, I'd like to claim one, please. I'm in the market for a girlfriend. I find out this magazine will help me. I thought it was like the trading post. Yeah. <laughs> Classified to know that. <laughs> oh, did, um, did you ever shoplift anything, Jules? I did. Uh-oh. I did. I did, and I actually also had one of the most horrible experiences where my dad. Like I got, I got caught and oh I, I took, a, took a trip in a police car and my dad found <gasps> out and he was oh, they so... they did in a police car? How yeah. old were you? I was in high school. I was probably like, I'm going to say like 15. Okay. Yeah. But still, I, I don't know. I feel what like did you take? A doona for the tramp? Well, <laughs> well, I'd actually like my, I, I was pretty, I was pretty shit shit and shitty at it to be honest so like the things that i would take would be like the perfume testers at, oh. at target <laughs> yes. and like you know yeah, that's and like the some Shannon like Elizabeth little, little of makeup cosmetics. things yeah already it was, half like, years it's pretty great. bad but the thing that we got 
well, that I ended up getting caught for was my friend was trying to steal rings at a market and she was not very good at the sleight of hand. They found us and then the that they called the cops and oh. the cops came and took us but down the mar- to like, the station. I mean, and yeah, and then your dad would pick you up. Yeah. It was a very like And he was so – he. I actually got – like my dad is so – he's really like – Smiley, lovely, very talkative. He gave me the silent treatment. Oh, that's, oh, yeah. that's the worst. For like a couple of days, it was just like it was it was brutal. Oh, brutal. Right. I don't think I ever did anything that bad, but like yeah, that episode of The Simpsons with Marge is really mad about for stealing that thing. That always got to me. I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, me too. that's like fucking painful, you know. That. I'd much rather my parents just scream at me than do that sort of <laughs> shit, you know. So I believe Drew, you mentioned a local character that you well, might know about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you, just briefly mentioned the uh, the Marilyn Monroe woman was how it was described yeah. to me. So who's who's this person? Yeah, well, she was just this uh, just this local woman, and she used to come in full makeup, you know, hair all perfect, the like low V dress, and she would just come do her shopping. Like come to <laughs> not bask for anything, just like no. Yeah, sometimes just, she'd be there with her mum, like an like an elderly lady, and oh. they'd just like she'd just be wandering around. Tucker Bag, which was our local shopping right, supermarket. Which came up last week with Barnett. <laughs> yeah, bag. Tucker Bag. And yeah. that was just like, yeah. So she wasn't like standing on the wind, the grade out the front, like trying to get, fo- it was just purely, <laughs> I want to wear. It's like, like Elvis impersonated with no job. It was like, a, you know, <laughs> it was just, I'm a Marilyn Monroe yeah. impersonator. We had one of those as well at Campbell <laughs> Market was a, a, uh, Elvis impersonator. And so she just wandered around, like not, I don't, know, I don't want to assume, but like she wasn't like a little bit crazy or anything. It was just like she liked I, doing I it. I don't. I don't know. I asked my dad uh, in the lead up to this just to see whether he had any additional mm. information, and apparently she actually did have a business impersonating Marilyn Monroe. Mm. But I guess this was like her way of drumming up more business because right. she'd just go out oh, dressed yeah. as her. She's her on own the business card. Anyway, I guess yeah. if you've yeah. got a gig at one and a gig at four and you've got an hour <laughs> between <laughs> yeah. to take the makeup off, i got to go to Kmart. Ain't nobody you know? got time for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Oh, fucking hats off to her. I'd love to yeah. find out that story. I wonder if anybody's heard. Like, that's one of the, that's exactly what we mean by local character because everybody who grew up around your time would be like, Fuck yes, yeah. I do remember her. They they would as well because she 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 used to get around. She'd go to ch- the chocolate what? box was another place that she used to go to quite a lot in in Campbell. Mm-hmm. Campbell mm-hmm. chocolate box. <laughs> and yeah, it's like, I think, yeah, it's that's really so she, she was just cool. around. But t- the supermarket is where I remember seeing her most. That's, that's such a sweet, Tuckbag. crazy person too. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming yeah. she's not crazy, but at least eccentric. Eccentric is what I mean. Yeah. You know? I do. This is I found an eccentric. Well, I don't know. Maybe he's onto something. But a great invention, <laughs> 1910s or something. And Burwood poultry farmer is engaged. An invention which is destined to completely revolutionise the poultry industry. He intends to cross his laying hens with a good kind of tin can. <laughs> and expects, Wait, his, expects, he, expects his birds to lay eggs canned, ready for labelling. <laughs> and sending to market. The advantage of this, it's not calling his bluff or saying it's ridiculous. The advantage of this is he's assured all and sundry who care to discuss it with him, he will be saving the... Sh- <laughs> this is the weirdest part. He will, the, the advantage of it all, if he, for everyone who t- he talks to about it, uh, will be he will be saving the shell. And the shells are in so great demand just now in Europe. 
Where is he getting his research? I don't know. At no point are they even winking that this guy might not be onto something here. It's just in the paper, a great invention. So this guy thinks he's going to like feed his chicken tin can for a week. It's going to like shit out an egg in a can, but also give him the shell that I didn't. I don't need this, by the way, buddy. So it's not titled local dumbass yeah, and it's not even like nobody's heard of tinned eggs to this day. And like the, even the thought, like beyond like the convenience of tinned, it's like that's gross. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. like someone is like, oh man, can I like get some fried eggs? And like, sure, crack open a tin. I'd be like, I'm good, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just like. You know, dribbling around at the bottom of a tin. My, my brother used to work at But the, we could um, do a nap video and be like, fuck tinned eggs. <laughs> 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 I write it down. <laughs> <laughs> Peyton pending, Peyton pending. <laughs> Damn it, I was going to be like, just flash my name across. <laughs> um, yeah, my little brother used to work at the... It used to be Clint's Crazy Bargains, and then it turned to... <laughs> I like that. It was just the... Discount. Oh, fuck, I can't believe I can't think of what it's called, but it's just a classic discount store chain. But like one of the ones that's, it's almost between like a $2 shop and a Kmart. Like it's $2 shop, Golo? but huge. Um, Not Golo, but similar vibe and, and a lot bigger. I think it was actually, no, I think it was just called The Warehouse or something like that. Oh anyway, yeah, that a, yeah. he used to, he, he was working there and this is the one in Queanbeyan. So you'd get abs, just the fucking dregs of society coming in. And this bloke walked in one day and Danny was probably 14 and this dude is hammered. It's like the middle of the morning and he's just off his face. He comes stumbling in and goes up to Danny. And he's like, oh, yeah. And Danny's like, what? And he goes, I want a can of bread. <laughs> and Danny's like, we don't, we don't sell canned bread. And this guy just goes, oh yeah, and then just takes a swing at Danny and falls <laughs> over. <laughs> and the security guard had to come drag you out. Oh, <laughs> well, listen, there's two sides of the story, officer. The gun didn't give me a can bread. Oh, I mean, do we um do we have any other research? Should we should we talk about um what we're talking about before? About yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, we had a little um comment on one of the posts last week about um. Then we talked with Lex about uh, TV shows as a kid or TV shows growing up and someone said you should dive into them. So we thought we'd have a bit of a chat about TV shows that you watch when you're growing up as a kid, like especially like, I don't know, like 10, what, what do you reckon, like 10, 12 years old sort of thing what yeah. we're talking about? Well, that golden era of absolutely cooked shows, yeah. of <laughs> like Super Ted, Banana Man, Raggy Dolls. I, I watched all that. of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Johnson and Friends had on VHS. <laughs> so, so, Jamie, because you had a different experience because you would have well, only got here a bit later, right? Yeah, but it's funny because then like you describe all the stuff and it's all just like British stuff that was on BBC. The only one that was like super different and it was like Holland had its own version of Sesame Street where Big Bird was blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was called Sesame Street. So they're like, like <laughs> Santa Claus is, is black, got blackface and, and Well, yeah. Santa Claus doesn't have blackface. His helpers do. But, <laughs> but that's now illegal in some part in the cultured parts of Holland. And I'm sure you can find some people. Like there were articles because Holland now has like a far right guy in charge right. so there are some places in Holland that are still like we got to still have Svart Pete right. but also fucking Pete. But, blue, but, blue but yeah big Blue bird. Big Bird I don't think it's a comment on race or anything right. <laughs> <laughs> it just happens to be blue because you know I like I moved to Holland when I was seven so I'd watched Sesame Street obviously I'd probably at seven you probably aged out of it but you see it on you're like holy fuck there's like Elmo there's Gro whoa that guy's blue you know like, so everyone else is normal 
Uh, big bird's blue. Man, I'm, I'm saying, probably getting it wrong, but like a big motherfucking bird that's blue, you notice that quicker. <laughs> <than anything. laughs> and it was the same. Like it wasn't like a weird off brand big bird. It was the same looking shape. Exactly and the same, but oh. like fucking blue. Man, That's definitely like wrong a, with your TV. There's a mistake at the printer. You know, like <laughs> yeah. the mistake at the fucking costume shop. And like, those run wrong with I mean, like you kids don't know any different. Yeah, thing. you mentioned uh, like raggy dolls. Uh, we were well across. Like if, if all the uh, Super Ted, well across. Right. Bangers and Mash were well across. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, the Australian one you wouldn't have had is the classic The Ferals. Oh, for yeah, oh, no, I never, never heard of The Ferals. I think I was slightly too old to be really into the pharaohs, but I remember the pharaohs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Turning your nose up at uh, the pharaohs. Yeah. yeah, well, the pharaohs <laughs> were weird because they Once had a- the Camberwell thing got rezoned, so <laughs> we don't watch them. <laughs> <laughs> they had a, they had a, the pharaohs were quite a bit like um, punk in a way because it was for kids, but there was a rabbit and its name was Mixie, and it stood for Mixiematosis, which is like the fucking disease they released to kill all the rabbits in Australia. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> you know that? So I was like, Mixie's here, and it's like, yeah. and then like, then there was like a rat. Yeah, they're all Rattus. like, well, Rattus. there was Medigliana the cat, which is just a fucking bizarre name I've never heard outside of the ferals. Yeah. The one that I have fucking nightmares about. Do you guys remember Liftoff? Oh yeah. Oh, the faceless, kid. faceless fucking yeah. thing. Yeah. Have you ever seen this? No. This it's is terrifying. Like. Everyone, who, do you ever see that? Oh, yeah. what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> that seems like something from a PS1 horror game. I don't know. I showed Sabs earlier because she didn't watch it either. And she was like, oh my Lord. Is it she... meant to be scary? No. So Liftoff was this weird fucking show. Do you guys remember it at all? The content of it or anything Vaguely. about it? Yeah, va- I'm like setting a rocket or something. Yeah, that's so... why I remember a rocket. Mm. But this is how weird, because I thought it was like just, I feel like, my head kids TV shows back then, they would like put five people in a room and say, make a TV show. And they go, fuck what he... And they just throw enough shit at the wall because they're like, kids are idiots. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a fucking stupid puppet, there's a fucking monster, there's a bird, it's blue, whatever, who gives a shit. Liftoff was as weird as anything. It had that puppet, which was like, which wouldn't talk, it would just move really creepily. <sighs> and it had, do you guys remember it had that, um, it had like a, a big plant that was one like limb of a plant with an eyeball on the end yes yeah and it was all this really creepy shit and i'm like someone's on drugs and have come up the tv show but liftoff was so this is a thing about liftoff development of the series commenced in 1988 with the intention of creating a program that would develop competent and autonomous children although not specifically curriculum driven liftoff aimed to stimulate all aspects of the child's development loosely based off the multiple intelligence theories of dr howard gardner at howard university wait what the program combined elements of animate did it it goes on early in 1989 initial research phase was commenced early childhood specialists academics and practitioners in many fields including early childhood developments language and literacy music basically 62 participants came together for a three-day conference from australia new zealand to US and the Hong Kong to create that fucking show. <laughs> then they then they then they pared down into a four day conference of forty five creative personnel in the areas of writing, direction, anima- animation, God. puppetry, and they came up with that fucking gut. Just the, to scare the, the fuck out of kids. Bullshit. So they literally was like so many eggheads in a room, like let's devise the greatest TV kid show of all time. <laughs> and then three people who watched it growing up are like, yeah, that weird, scary puppet. Yeah. And there's a rocket and an eyeball. And there's all those guys are patting themselves on the back. And they're all going, people still consider it one of the greatest TV shows for children ever made of all time. 
I gotta see a fucking clip. Because what is the faceless? Does this faceless thing speak? No, it just goes. It's just like hanging on the ceiling backwards. So the worst, the first fucking, the first jumping on people, biting them. The first, uh, I maybe I'll put a clip on later. I won't show you guys. I'll show you off. But basically, the first episode that the fucking that puppet falls off a fucking uh, garbage truck. It's uh, full of dirt, and the kids go down to pick it up, and they're like, "Oh, it's a puppet. so it's live action, live action." And yeah. then there's puppets, and then there's animation, and it doesn't make any sense. I watched five minutes of it, and I'm like, "Oh, I don't understand what's going on." I'm not fucking f- even four, like four year olds watching this, but it was the first episode of the first season, and it just started in, you know, puppet falling off, and then they pick it up, and then it just starts moving, and they're like, "Oh, it's a puppet. It's just creepy. Doesn't say anything." I think it talks yeah. to them telepathically. It's covered no, in not di- creepy at all. <laughs> it's covered in dirt. And then these four-year-old girls are like, let's take the puppet home. And they're carrying around this like thing that's probably got fucking diseases. Oh. It's so weird. And then also after that, it's the ferals and it's just like, oh, Darren the so dog shat on his head. What, like, what is the concept of the ferals? Because the only connection I know to the ferals is like, People using the word feral and like describing people as ratters to be like, you're gross. Like you Feral's, are shitty. And those like, are like four like puppets who are like animals who are like. They kind of lived in like a 90s share house. Yeah. They were almost like grungy. I think they, it was yeah. like, I think what it was was like the young ones, but for puppets. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the origin story of Silverchair, the band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they, they lived at a share, yeah, they did. They lived at a share house with two adults. It would be like a Marrickville share house of so four animals just in the back going, what are you doing, ratters? And they were just like, but as a kid, it was all adult. There was adult was themes, but you were just like, I don't fucking know what's going on. I don't yeah. care. You know, there's a fucking rat. He's laughing at a dog. <laughs> he tripped <laughs> over his own tail. It's funny. You know, did right. you have anything? Do you know on- Molly Grubbs? Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen Molly Grubbs? I don't know. Yeah, what that rang a bell. What is that? I it's know. It's just, it. well, the main thing was just like a face. It was like flat screen color and floating eyes, two dots for a nose yes. and a mouth. And it was just, that was like the host of the show. Oh, um, I, that totally rings a fucking bell. I have to pull it up. Yeah. But that was creepy as well. I was, there was another one that was creepy that I was looking at as well. Sounds like Australian oh, yeah, Child's TV. That is insane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This. Oh, <laughs> huh. that's like a bad comedy sketch thing from a fringe show. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> fucking yeah. Mighty Boosh. That's the yeah, song. It is. Yeah. yeah. It seems like Australian kids shows have like driven up therapy in the 20s. Yeah, yeah. It's just like people are like, I remember a baby with no face on it. Yeah. Do you remember that show that came on? This would have been in the year 1999 at least. And it was in Queens. I'd lived in Queensland for a year. And it was called something like the reading room or the reading the bookworm or something oh, like I that. Just, and it was yes. like, this one, this one. This can't. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. The book place. I think yes. that was it. That's yep. like, the, yep. again. Well, I think yep. I even recognize that, I but that, that looks like also That's something from a David Cronenberg movie. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> uh, that was another one that I found. And look at it in this flap hat. He looks like he's just going to like <laughs> murder you in like the deep south of America yeah, I think I or saw something. that thing come out of a chest once. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> was, so crazy. Was that the one where they'd have little kids on and they would be like the guest, the, the guest of that show and they'd like, just be you know, waddle around the studio and try and get him to read and oh, do silly cute are you things. Thinking, no, are you thinking of um, Romper Room? No, I don't think it was. Whatever the fuck it was, I'll, I'll, look, I'll Google it and find it later. But it was a show and it used to come on at nine o'clock. So on a week a weekday. So I'd, you'd already be at school. It was for little, little kids, like right, little preschool right, right. kids. 
And we taped an episode because when I lived in Queensland, we had these family friends. That's like why we moved there because my mum knew this lady and her two nieces. They were like two and four and they were going to be on the show this time. And, and so we were just like, oh, my God, we know these people. It's going to be so fun. We taped it and we we're playing it back. And the little like one of the little girls, the other one's like trying to read and the, and. The, it's very much like preschool. The hosts are trying to be like, so what are you reading there? What's this a picture of? Blah, blah, blah. And then the camera, I don't know, fuck knows why they left it in the edit, but the camera just like cuts away to like the two-year-old. She's sitting there just like a little toddler with a book and she just fucking sticks the finger up the nose, rips a huge boogie out, just fucking munches it. So we edit that out. We're going to make it a 23 did minutes. You, um, did you, I don't know if you would have this here in Australia, but do you guys have Mr. Blobby? It was like uh, I do a podcast with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's so rude of you to say that. True, man. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Blobby was like kind of a crossover star in England because he had his own like number one single on the pop charts as well. But Isn't he started, always do that. It's yeah, like the number one single is this guy who was on Big Brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking. I mean, England used to have like a World Cup song called Vindaloo by a guy called Fat Les that went to number one for like four <laughs> weeks, and it was just them chanting Vindaloo. Lou over and over and saying nah nah Man. it was an absolute banger World Cup 98 <laughs> but Mr. Blobby was um, part of the show I guess it didn't come over here it's called Noel's House Party uh-huh. uh, yeah I this remem- is Mr. Blobby I by the way that oh, yeah, thing. That, yeah. I have seen that thing before I blocked it out <laughs> <laughs> it was designed by a 20 million focus <laughs> but yeah it was this show called Noel's House Party hosted by like just like this old guy who kind of would look like your shifty uncle like a full beard and like he'd have like this house and he'd just do segments and like it was very kind of like it was set in a suburb like this is like the epitome of bad like British carry-on humour that kind of uh, goes to at something for the kids, something for the adults. It was set in the suburb called Crinkly Bottom. <laughs> so he'd just like invite people around to his house and there would occasionally be like British guests on, but like a lot of the stuff there was things where you could like win money. So like you'd go in like a um it would be like a phone booth, right? And you'd go in this phone booth and they'd just like pour like notes like of money in it. And then there would be fans all around. So you just oh, had, you to, had grab to grab at them. Oh. And what you came out with was what you came out with. But like the thing that like kids used to love with, there was, there was this thing called like wait to like, Get you home, I think it was called. And so, like, this kid would go on about, like, I love when your parents tell you that. Wait till I get you home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was the thing, because it was like, wait till I get you home. And it's like, man, I might be misremembering it, but from what I gather, from what I remember, it was just like kids being like, yeah, my parents are fucking shitty, and like, I don't get what I want. And Noel's like, what do you want? And it's like, I want a Sega Mega Drive with a copy of Sonic or the Hedgehog 2. And then it'd be like, well, here you go. And they just give the kids like all this pri- these prizes. Yeah. And I used to have like a pathological liar friend in Holland. So it was still like an hour and a half flight from Holland to England who'd be like, I'd be like, do you want to hang out this week? And they'd be like, I can't. I'm going on. Wait till I get you home next week. <laughs> I was like, like even I was like, just say you don't want to hang out with me. <laughs> but Mr. Blobby was the crossover star because he would like do uh, kind of like pre Sasha Baron Cohen uh, like candy get like he'd go and he'd just his job would be to like irritate the shit out of people. And, like, he'd go and do, like, pranks, and then eventually, like, I think sometimes Noel would be under it and be like, hey! And, like, but then he, like, yeah, he released a pop single. I mean, some of, if we can put <laughs> the song sure. on the end of the episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I assume you've, I don't know where your dad, is Is dad still in Camberwell? Yeah, still, still okay. in, So yeah. you've been back, obviously, a few times since then. Mm. Um, we l- usually tend to wrap up with, a like, an itinerary if you had a, 
you know, if we were going to Burwood slash Camberwell for the day. Where? What are you doing? Morning, lunch, local cafe dinner. that's really cool. Like genuine things, things. to see, things yeah. to do. All right. Um, that's a that's kind of a tough one for me <laughs> because I've been here for like. 12 years now yeah, okay. so my data is quite outdated yeah. Yeah. For the i mean area. we can still say smorgies <laughs> <laughs> it, think, it depends if there's it's, it's died now I yeah, yeah. It oh it's no longer exists yeah. uh is there anything cool that you would like do or go to see you know if you go back to see your parents now is there anything like even if it's not in burwood or anything but that part of melbourne maybe the fucking yeah that's definitely something to go and do uh, well, my dad loves pies and there is yes. a pie shop called Rolf's Pies. Sick. And yeah, that, that's a, that's, that's a real bougie pies or are they just like straight up and down fucking? No, pretty, pretty straight up. Yeah. You can get, I'm pretty sure that they used to have my favorite, which was steak, onion and tomato. Oh yes, pie. that's my favorite. Beautiful. That's my favorite pie. Oh. There is a place in Newcastle called Darby's Pies that used to do dollar pies, and it was like dollar pies for like twenty years, and then they were like, "Oh, we're gonna fucking put the price up." They put it up to a dollar ten, and everyone was outraged. <laughs> so they're like, oh, "Fuck, dollar pie still," but not then. They just turned the normal pie into like then they started releasing like premium pies for two dollars, which were just normal pies, and the dollar pies were just. It was yeah. literally like <laughs> it was. It was just like the thinnest pastry. You know what I mean? It was like this little like mm. like it was like paper wrapped, gravy wrapped in paper. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the gravy still, dumpling. Yeah, gravy <laughs> dumpling like that. But though, it's still pretty good for a dollar. You're like, I'll yeah. find yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? Gravy and a bit of horse meat. So you start the day a, a nice breakfast pie. You reckon? Bre- breakfast pie. Uh, there was like a. It used to be a video hire shop. Mm. It was called Mix Flicks. Ooh. That was walking distance from my place. And uh, they it then, like, it went through a bunch of different – it held on until the bitter end oh, I love as, video stores as like a that. video store. Yeah. Re- like, no one was going there, but it was really, like – It's coming back. We got Blu-rays, come on! <laughs> I've seen articles about them, and it's so funny, like, how much they hate Netflix, but how much they think, like, that will fail as well one day. They were just like, yeah, you know, like – We'll move on from Netflix too, and it's like I don't think so this time. Man. We used like, to, <laughs> I used to do IT support for a video easy in Newcastle because they had like the pause system and stuff. And the guy who was like, "I just come back from the video easy conference. Yeah, they got some good technology coming out. Uh, there's going to be a little dock, and you bring your." He's like, "What was he saying?" He's like, "You bring your phone or you bring your laptop in, and you plug it in, and then it was like, well, you can download the digital movies and pay for them here and take them home, and that's going to be the future." And it's like, "I'm doing yeah. that at home." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my favorite thing in the face of like Video Easy's bankruptcy and like Blockbuster was just like, "Well, the only way we could take on the stream services is shutting down all the stores, but establishing vending machines where we still charge seven fifty for a new release. Yes, yeah. for a scratch, and DVD. you still have to give it back." <laughs> yeah, it's like okay. This but, but Mick's flicks. Mick was holding on. Yeah, and I believe I was talking to my sister uh, earlier today. Apparently, I think it's actually now part news agent, part cafe, but it's still, <laughs> but it's still called Mix. That's pretty good. News. I, lo- I love that Mick is looking at the balance sheet of the video shop and he's like, well, this is going under. You know what? I'm really going to put my eggs into the uh, print media. That's what's, <laughs> what's going to take off. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. I yes, love like, the next thing is like, uh, Nick's Tarzo. Nick's driving movie. So you're wrapping, then, how are you wrapping the night up? Street party or 
Ruskies on the tramp or what's <laughs> going on? Yeah. There's a great trampoline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you have a trampoline here? That's what happened now. Every no, time someone mentions something, we end up buying it. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a trampoline here next week. <laughs> There's no, yeah, local pub. Is there a cool pub at night or is it like, you know, restaurant or anything like that? Um, well, I mean, if we were going back to like when I would have yeah, been yeah, there. Yeah, sure. You would have gone to Cheers. Cheers oh, was like yeah. a a shitty pub that had a bunch of stuff going. It had Toss the Boss a couple of nights. Where, Wait, you what's know, like Toss you, the Boss? Do you, know, do you, you guys don't know Toss the I Boss? Mean, I don't I know what it is. I've heard of something like this. Okay. Well, this was, this was, it was an institution at this pub that you would go. They'd have this one night where from, I don't know, like six till nine, it was Toss the Boss, which is basically you go up, you make your order, and then you flip a coin and you call it, and if you, if the if it lands in your favor, your round is free. If it doesn't, then you you pay. Oh man! What? Yeah. I should do that. Yeah. <laughs> so why is it called toss the boss? Because you're playing against the boss the of the yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. So the pops. Tossing I thought it was literally house. like you get to bash your fucking manager. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, more places. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So Fuck cheers. Yeah. Was Head it cheers? cheers? Was it cheers? Like the the TV show theme cheered, or was it like you know it was? Um, I mean. My memory of it was like a lot of wood paneling and yeah. stuff. So mm. kind of, probably. Kind of, but maybe not. Yeah. 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 Not. But they also had like an alternative night upstairs, and like you know, it was a, it was, it was a random mix of. So alternative everything. is in like alternative, like a cra- like you know, emo. Like like your yeah. So like your you know your your. <laughs> system of a down and like a. Time to do another fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up with Got a final question. We'll give it to give it to Kirk. To yeah, sure. as always. So obviously, that's what I reckon has gone for strength strategies. You've uh, obviously just um, started publicizing the fact that you're doing graphic design for people, and it's wonderful. Everyone should go check out your art on Instagram. What's the Instagram handle for that, by the way? Uh, House Chicken Studios. There we go. Ooh. So you've <laughs> conquered the world. You've graphic designed everything. When all is said and done, would you consider moving back to Burwood? Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Melbourne, definitely. Bur- Burwood specifically, I would consider it. <laughs> all right. That's area. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You're not, you know, you're not searching domain yeah. Burwood, but you <laughs> may be going Hawthorne, including surrounding <laughs> suburbs sort hey, of thing. Not the hard no that we get 85. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jules, do you have anything that you'd like to plug? Uh, We're trying to help out, you know, yeah. that's what I reckon. Yeah. Channel, you <laughs> and Nat <laughs> really need a little bit. If we bit. could give you one of our 52 YouTube subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> But obviously follow House Chicken Studios yeah, on Instagram yeah, and awesome. um, everybody stuff. listening knows what the fuck and that's what I reckon is. It's a <laughs> phenomenon. Buy his book. Yeah. yeah. And, and Jules yeah. is the brains behind the scenes. She does, she's laughing off camera. She's doing the, you know, filming stuff, producing. It's it's a team there. So yeah, that fucking cool shit. You guys rule. 
Anything else, guys? Um, Anything else? No. no. Just yeah. the usual. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five star review. Please um, send us more messages. We fucking love it. Yeah, if you like the if you like the show, let us know. If you we you know look out when we announce the next step. If you've got anything about that, just even if it's just vague or you don't even know, or it's just pointing us in the right direction, we always love to hear that shit. Absolutely. Even if it's just. Oh, it's a cool shopping center, whatever that guy <laughs> said. That's got a lot of fun. He'll still appear in the Instagram I story. Oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. Jules, thank make you so much Thanks, for coming Thanks, everybody. Wonderful. And we'll thank see you, you next week, everybody. Thanks, Bye. Guys. Bye. 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 Bye.